0: And welcome to a bonus episode of Hosts of Ascalon, a Guild Wars 2 podcast where two enthusiastic fangirls were gifted a trailer for the next Living World episode and just had to talk about it. <laughs> I am hashtag and I am joined by Alona for a very special reaction podcast.
1: Woo! Oh my God. <laughs> we had to. Had there to. was like a message we gotta do this. Yeah, we gotta. <laughs> And uh and we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. So before we get started, a quick
0: reminder that you can get in touch with us with news, questions, or comments by emailing us at hostsofascalon at gmail.com or on Twitter at hosts of Yes. Now this show is surprise, surprise, all posts of Ascalon all the time. Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun. Mm-hmm. So the trailer for the next episode of The Living World is here. And ArenaNet made the following announcement yesterday, which was Tuesday. On Twitter, yes. Before the holiday celebrations begin in earnest, we've got one more Winter's Day surprise for you. The trailer (gasps) for the fifth episode of Living World Season 4, All or Nothing. And it goes live on January 8th, 2019. Bum, 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 bum. And then
1: we got a fantastic video. Yes. I gasped oddly. Odd oddly? Uh, oddly? Audib- <laughs> audibly. Well, I may have gasped in an odd manner. <laughs> <laughs> I did as well. But out loud.
0: <laughs> I had no idea this was coming. I had not been tracking things on Reddit, so I didn't see uh, that there was, uh, you know, some sort of leak uh, by a French website with the trailer information so i'd i'd seen nothing of that and uh, mm-hmm. i just happened to see i believe on facebook somebody linked to the video when it dropped and i was just scrolling through my thread my threads on or my threads my facebook <laughs> posts and uh, i saw the trailer you know screenshot and it was like oh
1: no way so i i was excited when i saw it. i'm like yeah. oh i did not expect this no i gasped during the trailer,
0: oh yeah, well i had i I was watching it with other people in the room, so i um, <laughs> I inaudibly gasped, I gasped on the inside
1: hashtag I work in an agile pod with five other people, and I also gasped audibly <laughs> 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 at certain parts and then made some people watch it with me, and they don't even play the game that's cool, <laughs> so it was lunchtime. I did it at lunchtime, so I wasn't wasting time. Anyway. All right, let's get into it. Yes. So we start off with Ogden. The player character talking to Ogden. That's true. That's true. Yes. And I then just... Ogden announces that we are going to be going to Thunderhead Keep. Cue Alona's first audible gasp.
0: Now, see, I didn't have an audible gasp because... Well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I didn't know what Thunderhead Keep was from Guild Wars 1, but now I am yes. thoroughly educated. <laughs> I spent the last hour... <laughs> showing hashtag all this stuff Oh, maps upon maps and lore and history and
1: Mm -hmm, all this mm -hmm.
0: stuff so yes now I know that Thunderhead Keep is a place and it's a thing Mm -hmm. so we get some nice recap pictures from Thunderhead Peaks I keep wanting to uh, pluralize the first word and not the last
1: which makes no sense Thunderhead's Peak no And then the voiceover changes from the player character in Ogden to what dun, dun, dun. we believe to be Glint's voice. I think most people will believe that. Like, I don't. Well, we did research. Well, we did do research. <laughs> but I. Th- <laughs> we did. We listened. We, we queued up all these YouTube videos. I'm like, we did. That's Glint.
0: Yeah, I think it's Glint. For our research, we listened to Guild Wars One Glint, and then mm-hmm. we pulled up. Uh, a video of crystalline memories, the episode in Path of Fire, and listened there. And then we rewatched the uh, the trailer <laughs> and compared Glint's voice there again. And I am ninety nine point
1: nine percent sure it is Glint. Also, I think Glint is the only one who call. Well, Sion isn't Sion. Wait a so minute. I looked up Sion, and that's
0: that's what I believe. That's what Glint would call um, Auren. Because Scion is a
1: dragon. So I don't think that anybody else calls the dragon Scion, right? Uh, I do believe Aurene's been called Scion a few times, yes. Okay. And uh, champion would be us. Yes, indeed. Yes. So what do you think of the map? From what we've seen? Uh, I've always liked how ArenaNet does wintry zones. So I am very excited to go back to wintry zones. And this it it's looking pretty well i mean it's called thunderhead keep and thunderhead peaks and in guild wars one obviously it was a little bit more linear in its pathing not a little bit a lot more linear in its pathing so okay being able to go more vertically is ah, pretty exciting right. to me in this zone yeah
0: right 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 yes you can jump now
1: and you can <laughs> and <fly>. fall <laughs>
0: yes yes <laughs> Oh wow. So you've been
1: inside Thunderhead Keep, right? Yes, it was a long time ago. My memory is super fuzzy. Gotcha. I remember I remember it, but it's not it's been years since so, I've done that mission in Guild Wars 1.
0: I'm kind of having the like these like minds of Moria kind of
1: feelings. Yeah. Is it this mm-hmm. like
0: vast place or is it what's kind of the the sense of size that you
1: that you remember from Guild Wars 1? Uh, It was a mission that I had to complete to progress the story. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That that is what I remember (laughs) right now. Uh, If I had known you'd sprung that on me, I would have gone into Guild Wars (laughs) (laughs) and gone into that mission and wandered around for a little bit. Fair enough. Now that you mentioned that, I probably should have.
0: (laughs) Alright, so Glint lets us know that if we're here, which we assume that means if we're, uh, you know, in Thunderhead Keep, um, the final confrontation with Krakatorik is imminent.
1: Mm -hmm. And we get some really nice shots from inside Thunderhead Keep. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty, like, oh man, that external of the doors is pretty great. It's gorgeous.
0: And it's interesting to me, it seems to be a mix of architecture. Like, I I notice kind of Touches of the Far East and then touches of Dwarven influence. I don't know. I don't know my architecture, my Tyrian or- architecture that well, <laughs> but at least it does look, uh, the texture looks interesting. The interior shots. Yeah.
1: Beautiful. And the, the doors exterior, you're seeing those like, don't like the, the peaks that you will often see in a lot of the, the Dwarven ruins. Right. Right. In Guild Wars 2. And Uh, then you also see a shot of what looks like a branded i'm drawing a blank on the name of the creature the one that shoots its spines Spines. at you
0: oh yeah yeah oh that thing you're right
1: like that's what that looks like yeah it does it It does Um, so that'll be a new branded creature but not a new base creature
0: hmm. that. that would make sense yep and following that, we get a sneak peek at Siren's Reef, the new fractal. Yeah.
1: I'm loving the aesthetics in this that I see.
0: Looking at Siren's Reef, I, it's really interesting, like the opening of the mouth in that cave mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And then it looks like there's some possibilities of water combat, or at least by the water combat. It has a very...
1: Uh, a y feel to it. It does, but also that that mouth. It's reminding me of uh, like the the Azura areas from Eye mm. of the North part because they were in roughly where the like Radisum and those areas, like Eye of the North, went into a very jungly sort of mm-hmm. tropical area. I do think that makes
0: sense though, because I I think it's you that told me that in Guild Wars One.
1: The Asurin have
0: almost a more like Mesoamerican feel to mm-hmm. them,
1: right? They did, yeah. Well there's still elements of that in Guild Wars too for sure. Right. Moving along, then we get to see the new legendary
0: longbow, which we think it's pronounced Ferris. Could yeah. be Faris. It uh it's beautiful. I have to say, I was excited to see this because I have a Ranger and a Ranger was my first uh my yeah, my first main, I guess, and I still have her. And I was going to make Kudzu as my first legendary and I never did because my Ranger was not a flower child and it just didn't quite work with her look.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But this is really uh pretty cool looking. It's got that icy
1: brand kind of feel to it. Almost like the chaos weapons that you get from the Black Lion uh, weapon skins. Not exactly, but elements of that. I think where where this is really interesting is like that effect that comes down.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out because if you watch it, uh, there's... At first, I thought those branded bits were the the footfalls, and I thought, oh my gosh, those are huge. But then, upon rewatching, you can see in another section of the video that the footfalls are a little bit more—they're you know little white um, mm-hmm. sparkly bits that are more like normal footfalls. So, trying to figure out what is that
1: thing—that
0: like branded pink purple thing—that's right. like going up and then down, and that's got to be something. an attack on it. You think? So it's not the actual bow that's producing that.
1: You know what? I don't think it is now that I'm looking at it. The other thing was the, we don't see it in great detail, but the, the actual skin, the base skin reminds me of a bow already in the game. Like those little pointy bits coming out from the the hand grip. Right. What is that bow? Um, I don't know. I can picture it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that, it was the the base and they kind of built off of that and made effects for it i i agree with you i would consider going for this longbow
0: yeah i mean i'm trying to i'm trying to figure like it's you know it's quote unquote one of the serious legendaries (laughs) if you will you know it's it's a little bit more generic in that i think it could work with a lot of different looks yes absolutely is it so different from all the other bows, like the short bows, Chuka, and then the the uh, unicorn bow, um, is Dreamer. That the Dreamer, yeah, Dreamer, and then Kudzu. It it has a very very
1: different look, mm-hmm. um, and I like it. Yeah, I like that it, it looks powerful and yet
0: ethereal. Do you think it's enough though? Do you think? I mean, it's... Footfalls aside, if you didn't have footfalls, would you think this was a legendary weapon?
1: Well, we don't know what else is going on. Like, it's a little hard to see. Actually, the fire effects are pretty good. Right. It looks like every time you draw it, there's like a little or a pop that happens. Yeah. Uh, and there might we don't know what the audio for that really or do we? I can't remember now. Did it I don't it? think
0: we can hear it. No. Yeah. And then there's that, like,
1: when you wield it, you get a big whoosh. Oof. so yeah i i'm intrigued to know more about this one it looks just the right amount of obnoxious (laughs) i mean no higher (laughs) praise could be had (laughs) just the right amount of obnoxious yes yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) so then we get to see the new mastery which is called bond of faith and from what we can tell, it looks like you're moving along on a roller beetle, and then you dismount in air.
1: And it looks like, the, like the wings Guardian of the turkey. Wings. Yes, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> wings of the turkey activate. <laughs> Precisely. That was the first thing I thought when I saw it too. Yep. I'm like, oh yep. So, is this a mastery only for roller beetle? I think so.
0: Well, no, you know what? That no, that doesn't work because all of right? the other masteries are mount right. agnostic. So, <laughs> mount, agnostic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mount agnostic might be my my most favorite thing you've ever said.
0: <laughs> so, I'm trying to figure out. What would, you know, what would a griffin bond of faith look like? You know, because to me, it almost looks like when I'm griffining and then I jump into my glider, which you can already do. So what's the difference here?
1: Unless, hmm, unless there's some sort of, gosh, I don't know. Like, it's hard to say, right?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to parse the naming of it, right? Well, it's
1: very clearly the, the guardian Right. Wings of the turkey. Like it it I can't see it being can't anything other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the bond of faith terminology based around it. Yeah. So
0: if if there's the bond of faith and if it's like gardeny gardening, gardening guardian esque, would that mean like some sort of healing takes place when you
1: dismount? Oh. I should have looked up that skill, the wings of the turkey skill. I don't remember what that does. I don't either. I don't guardian enough. <laughs> I didn't even know what it's called. I it's, know it uh, well enough to reference an old bog otter video. That's all I know it from. <laughs> Wings of Resolve. Uh huh. Uh huh. Good job. Uh, leave to a
0: target area, healing allies in the area. Uh huh. So you think
1: that would be. Hmm.
0: Wait, but that's kind of similar to like when you're on the uh, the drifter. Drifter. the uh... <laughs> The mount that glides skimmer skimmer when you're on the skimmer and you use your your skill and it
1: and you to dismount and it does uh a heel spiral yeah but this is they all get so that's interesting because if that is the case with this uh-huh it's borrowing both from guardian and another mount right
0: oh so maybe maybe it's uh sharing the blessings with all maybe mm. i don't know we will see We will
1: see. see. Actually, over the Ferris and Bond of Faith, the dialogue continues with the player character representative talking about, let's ring this dragon's bell one last time. Just to be clear, you know this plan is insane.
0: So I think it goes Bram, then Kanak, and then let's say Bold is Bram again.
1: I think that's the player character you let's say Bold. You're right.
0: I had to listen to them back to back. All right. So just to (laughs) recap, we believe that let's ring this dragon's bell one last time. (laughs) That part is Bram saying that. And then uh, Kanak replies with, just to be clear, you do know this plan is insane. And then the Mm -hmm. player character
1: says, let's say bold. 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 Then there's a title card with some additional features. We're going to talk about that a little bit later and we get back to some cinematics.
0: And here we have the player character talking to the rest of Dragon's Watch. And And a variety variety of of other people. Dead people. (laughs) (laughs) They see dead people. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: And the player character says, everyone listen up. Glint believed in us. I believe in you. And then we get these uh, facial uh, shots of Logan and rocks
1: and Bram. Um, and Ritlock hanging off to one side. Oh yeah, yep. And also uh, an awakened that looks remarkably like Palo Ojoko.
0: I was just looking at that, trying to think like, is that a statue or is that No, a... it
1: moves. It moves. Oh it. it moves. The... So it's just an awakened. Yeah, yeah, I know. But <laughs> it, it looks so lich like. It does. It looks Ugh.
0: I love, um, I love Bram's smirk, you know, it's Mm -hmm. kind of this, like Bram, Bram has redeemed himself, um, Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. over the course of this season. And I love that he's coming back into his own, like you can see him just taking this on like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do stuff (laughs) (laughs) because the voiceover at this part is, uh, you know, together we're going to save the world and kill the crystal dragon. And at that point, well, you know, it actually makes sense that that shot is Bram because Bram has been like, that was his thing. He was going to go kill the crystal dragon. So now it's a little bit of vindication. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: yep, it's my, time. my time to shine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we get this really cool shot. How cool? Really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Of Krakatork appearing through the mist of branded aura, whatever you want to call it, the pinky purple lightning bolty sky of doom, yeah. and then you just get this really cool shot of him. And I love the slithering of the spine Ugh. in the back. Ugh. I love when he pops out like the detailed rendering the the like mm-hmm. texture on the skin is amazing particularly if you consider like okay
1: if you This skin, is in game.
0: If you yeah and if you look at <laughs> perhaps Rox <rocks laughs> or even um Bram you know these are characters that they've had for a while these are assets they've had for a while and they're a little flat like Rox's fur does not look like it's uh real <laughs> but then when you look at some of this new stuff they're adding in like kralcotoric man the texture is amazing
1: yeah that's still ugh, almost looks like a gremlin with the ears together <laughs> <laughs> now i can't unsee it someone fed after midnight, and hey younger guys. listeners are gonna have no idea who i'm talking about <laughs>
0: And and then that's it. Then we get the final title card that uh, lets us know All or Nothing is dropping on January 8th, 2019.
1: And we just wanted to reiterate, there was an official PR package that went out, and it didn't necessarily have any brand new information uh, that wasn't in the trailer, but there is some verbiage that we thought was kind of interesting. So the latest episode arrives on Tuesday, January 8th, 2019, and elevates Living World Season 4's powerful story to new heights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or one could say peaks. Mm. <laughs> Good point. Hashtag. As the commander heads toward the ultimate showdown with the Elder Crystal Dragon Kralkotork, Tyria's entire landscape stands to be reshaped. So I'm wondering if that means the brand is going to expand outside uh. of this map. Oh, that would be cool. Like even more. Like g- could Core Tyria? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes.
0: No. Yes. Because if you think about like. We've done it before. Yeah, you think about Mordremoth and how areas changed and we still see those effects out in the world. They Has have it done kills? it before. Or Lion's Arch getting a rebirth, if you You're will. Right?
1: Yes. Huh. Yeah, huh. It's funny. We hadn't thought about this card <laughs> just now. <laughs> all all or nothing will be free for all players who own the Path of Fire expansion and feature a host of new content, including, and this is where it reiterates a little bit, a new fractal, Siren's Reef, in which players will work to break the Isle's Curse while surrounded by an army of ghost pirates. Now, Corsairs are pirates, so I'm wondering if that is a bit of a play on words on their part. Like, is it pirates or is it Corsairs? And I'd be interested to see which one it ends up being. Interesting. Yeah. A new map, Thunderhead Peaks, which sees players returning to the Dwarven Thunderhead Keep from the original Guild Wars, which we talked about before. And we we looked on that Shaman's History of Tyria map to get frame of reference <laughs> from where it is. It's basically directly north of Desert Highlands, the Dwarven area. It's across some water. Or if you go directly east of, no, west. Directly west of Ebenhawk, yeah, on the other side of the brand yep. from Ebenhawk. For people who are playing to get a bit of a frame of reference for that, the legendary longbow Ferris that calls down the power of cosmic light. And this is where, like, I'm unsure if that the purple things coming down are oh. in the screenshot or if those are effects from the bow. And it's hard to say because those those effects are like purpley. Right, they call like, to a branded
0: creature attack.
1: Yeah. yeah. But they are coming to, so I'm unsure how that fits in yep. necessarily. A new Mount Mastery, Bondi So considering that they said Mount Mastery and not Roller Beetle Mount Mastery, I right. think it is, yeah, it makes sense that it would be for all.
0: It is, as we say, Mount Agnostic. It is <laughs> Mount Agnostic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the new quotes, diviner gear set, we were believing that this was the new rune set that Mm -hmm. they're coming up with to help out with some of the support builds, and you were saying Reddit seems to agree with that.
0: Yeah, I saw some posts about uh, Chronomancer builds, so I wonder if that's why you know all the tears of anguish that happened uh, upon the Chronomancer changes with the last uh, patch, I wonder if that was setting the stage for, you know, you're going to get these new stats that are going to
1: Help you out. And not just chronomancers alone wouldn't be able to wield them. They would actually be beneficial for a number of professions. Mm -hmm. And finally, the new upgradable Dragon's Blood weapon set. And we don't know a whole lot about this, really. There was a screenshot that was shared in the PR package that has, it was also on like, what was it, Massively OP, and I saw it on a few other as well. Yeah, and I'm not sure it must be this set, but I was talking with my husband about this yesterday, and I was trying to think. Okay, exotic ascended.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Yes. So they're probably just two uh, binaries. Like you, you, your starter, and then you can upgrade to the the ascended. I almost said legendary. <laughs>
0: Possibly from the screenshot, it looks like uh, a staff, and it's mm-hmm. it's got this kind of dark. Ox bloodish, slash purpley. I can't really tell. Um, shaft to it, and then it's got these bits what? of bits of light coming off of it at the top and the bottom and in the middle. It
1: totally looks gray to me. Gray, gray. Uh
0: maybe. We're in this in this in the screenshot. Um, it's in this like purpley light, so it's
1: yeah. But that's the branded, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's kind of hard to tell um maybe maybe i'm I'm letting the uh name dragon's blood
1: (laughs) oh fair but Uh, you know what i can imagine that maybe that is an effect that hmm. happens once it's wielded that's true
0: maybe i do have to say just from the very small amount that we see of it here i really like this i like the aesthetic of it there Mm -hmm. there's been a number of outfits and armor and weapon sets that have come out in the past couple of years that really have been a little bit too gaudy for my taste. I do like this style. It's a little bit more subdued, but it just, it looks like it's going to be really classy, classy, but like (laughs) have good details to it, you know, good texture, Hmm it looks interesting i'm a fan that's a
1: hefty staff too like th- that thing if that is one if this is a dragon's blood weapon right and two if it is a staff like that thing's chunky oh but when
0: i think hefty staff
1: i think uh what was the one up uh the
0: the zone that was just east of divinity's reach
1: lake dork yeah remember the weapon said set- that staff was but it was it was big and chunky but like it had a a big detail at the top like that that was big like this and maybe this has it but and we're just seeing it from the angle and you don't see the full thing but it looks more tubular (laughs) that's
0: true in addition we believe from this screenshot what we're looking at as far as clothing is uh some sort of pants that were uh, that were data mined about a month or so ago by that shaman, mm-hmm. and we think we're looking at the medium version here. We're not really sure. Uh, when I pulled up the data mined images, they looked really, really cool. Good set of loose fitting pants, kind of billowy <laughs> pants.
1: Perfect for around Christmas and winter's day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You need a little extra post-holiday pants. That's what these are.
0: (laughs) So, thanks for listening to this bonus mini show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can contact hashtag that's me on Twitter at hashtag or sigg. One seven three five in game. You can engage Alona at one big pair or in game at. One big pair dot one two four nine. You can email us at hosts of Ascalon at gmail dot com. And you can listen directly from our website at host of dot com, grab the RSS feed to use with your preferred podcast app, or subscribe on iTunes, Google Play or Stitcher. Oh we got Stitcher oh. Or Spotify. Or Spotify. Nice, nice. All right. Yeah. And don't forget, we live stream the show at twitch.tv slash Hosts of Ascalon on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Our next live Twitch show will be early January after All or Nothing has gone live.
1: And we've played it (laughs) to death. Yes. Or to Krakotork's death. Dun, dun, dun. Spoiler, Alona. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know what's happened. Who are you? What am I doing?